Hi everyone, I'm Christina Lingham from the PEGS Europe Summit. I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to speak with Henrik Apken to talk about how display and signaling of car molecules can be used to redirect the specificity of human T-cells. He will be giving a talk at the Display of Antibodies track October 31st through November 1st in Lisbon. Henrik, thank you for joining us. Thank you. So, Dr. Epkin, can you explain what first and second generation cars are and what you think will be next? First of all, a car is a chimeric antigen receptor, as the name says. And this is chimeric because in the extracellular part, it binds to a target. And in the extra intracellular part, it drives T-cell activation. And driving T-cell activation, there is a signaling domain derived from the T-cell receptor. Having a CD3-zeta domain derived from the T-cell receptor in a car means this is the first-generation car. And having added a co-stimulation domain to the CD3-zeta means this is a second-generation car. And the background is that you need co-stimulation in addition to zeta signaling in order to drive full T-cell activation. And then researchers thought to combine different co-stimuli in one car, and these combined co-stimuli together with CD3-zeta is a third-generation car. So it comes from one zeta only, zeta plus C28, for example, is the second generation. Third generation is zeta plus C28 plus 41BB plus anything else. So these are the three generations. When you're asking what will be the next, well, uh, people are saying the next generation is the fourth generation. And the fourth generation we invented some years ago, two years ago now, this is a car T-cell of one, two, three generation, doesn't matter, and has an additional payload. And the additional payload is a transgenic protein that is released upon car signaling. So we have a CAR T-cell, engages target, then releases a second protein that may be a cytokine or an enzyme or something like that, and then drives a secondary immune response. And the name for that was proposed to be the fourth generation, but we say this is a car with a payload, and a car with a payload is obviously a truck. So we call it trucks, you see. How would you say cars compare with T-cell receptors? Well, the car is a very primitive T-cell receptor in that way. So the T-cell receptor is a complex structure with a number of molecules that need to come together to, to drive T-cell activation. It's a very sensitive, sensitizing system for targets. A car is, in this sense, a very primitive one. It uses an antibody, but requires a huge amount of antigen to be recognized, has the signal and chain just linked, and operates in that very primitive, less sensitive way as the TCR. So the car works without recognizing the MHC complex, and it recognizes only targets on the surface of target cells. It recognizes a broad variety of targets. That's not the case for the TCR. The TCR recognizes targets only in the context of the MHC. So there are some advantages and disadvantages when comparing CAR and TCR. Can you also talk about the pros and cons of CARs versus bites? Well, a bite is, a, as his name says, a bispecific T-cell engager. 
And this is a recombinant antibody that recognizes on one side um, CD3 as a component of the TCR, and on the other side an antigen that is expressed by a cancer cell or any other target cell. So this molecule links together the T cell to a target cell. A car does it in a similar way. It binds a target on a target cell and is anchored in a T cell. And that is the difference. So this is a car does not need to bind to a T cell. It's already attached to the T cell. And the T cell is driven by the car towards the target cell. And using bites, you need three components at the same place. The target cell, the T cell, and the bite. In case of car T cells, you only need two. The car T cell and the target cell, you see. Well, the advantage of bites, of course, it is a product, a classical antibody drug product that can be applied to the patient by infusion, does not need any further modification, and is active. While the CAR T cell has to be engineered specifically for each individual patient and then applied to the patient, and it's a living drug. A bite is, as you want, a classical or a dead drug that binds or links so, Henrik, tell us about your approach, if you could describe it briefly, and then what's unique about it, how it differs from other approaches. Well, our approach is CAR T-cell with a payload. And as I said, these so-called trucks are used as a living factory, let's say, to deliver uh, products to certain places in the body. I'd like to give you an example. Using a CAR T cell that is directed by the car towards gastrointestinal carcinoma. So the CAR T cell goes to that carcinoma, going to be activated by the car, and now produces a cytokine, let's say IL-12, that's usually not produced by T cells. So the IL-12 is accumulating in the tumor, and IL-12 is attracting innate immune cells. And these cells are activated in order to kill the other cancer cells that may be not visible to the CAR T cells. So this is an approach that is far beyond, let's say, a CAR T cell only. This is a CAR redirected living drug producing a transgenic protein that is therapeutically active in the near tumor environment. And that is our approach and that is new. And it sounds like in that way it improves upon other current efforts with CAR molecules. Absolutely, yeah. So how, if CARs are displayed on T-cells, how do they kill cancer? The procedure is, as everybody thinks, is that the CAR T-cells goes in close vicinity to the target cell, and we can see it by living microscopy attaching to the target cell and the car is accumulating in spots and synapses in clusters and supramolecular clusters, and then gives the activation signal to the T cell. And the T cell will then secrete uh, cytolytic granular, which include, uh, for example, perforin, granzyme, AB, and so forth, make pores into the target cell. And the target cell will go to dial by activating of the caspase signaling pathway, go to apoptosis. So the CAR T cell giving a kiss of death, let's say, to the target cell, 
then it goes to the next target cell again, the same procedure, and goes to the next one, next one, next one. So it's walking around, giving kiss of death, and the target cell will die. That is the mechanism that is seen in vitro, how it works, and it is assumed that it works in vivo as well, in a very similar way. Fast-mediated killing it seems not to be so important in this context, but may happen as well, as well as the cytokine release that is important, like alpha and gamma release is very important for tumor destruction as well. This is a very exciting area, and the results have been very promising. Do you have advice for people working in this field from your own experience? Well, let's say it's not an advice, but I would like to highlight some challenges that need to be addressed. So what we know is that the CAR T cells are very effective in treating leukemia lymphoma. That's fine. That's mm -hmm. perfect. That's excellent. But it is not resolved so far how to cure solid cancer. As I said, for example, gastrointestinal carcinoma, adenocarcinoma, breast, lung, uh, prostate, and so forth. There we, we are facing the situation of immunosuppressive environment, for example. The tumor is somehow shielded. The T cells do not penetrate into the tumor. All these things have to be addressed. And uh, as you would like to say, what is the advice? Well, I would say, please address all these things that are solid cancer in order to make the very powerful T-cell attack as a therapeutic strategy against solid cancer. So just in conclusion, what are some of the most exciting recent discoveries in CAR therapy, and has your work changed as a result? Well, we are working since more than 20 years in the field of chimeric receptors and cars. I think the most exciting things during the last years was the first clinical trials, University of Pennsylvania at Sloan Kettering, at Baylor, at Seattle, and so forth, showing that second-generation CAR T cells are capable to treat leukemia in the very long term to induce complete remissions, for example, in acute pediatric leukemia that did not respond to any standard treatment so far. In my point of view, that is one of the most important steps during the last years. And that influenced, of course, our research and the research of all our colleagues, I think, to direct the strategy towards clinical application to think what is the next step for clinical application of CAR T cells. Henrik, thank you for your time and insights today. We look forward to hearing your talk this October 31st and November 1st in Lisbon. That was Henrik Apken of the University of Cologne. He'll be speaking at Display of Antibodies at PEGS Europe. If you'd like to hear him in person, go to pegsummiteurope.com for registration information and enter the key code podcast. I'm Christina Lingham. Thank you for listening.